Good morning and welcome to the VSC Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Tuesday the 18th of January. Uh, morning Paul, how are you? I am well and how are you? Yeah, no, pretty good, although a little bit disappointed, I think, although not surprised, to hear that PDAC, um, you know, probably the biggest uh, mining conference in the world that is uh, ha was due to happen in March, beginning in March in Toronto, has been cancelled. Well, not cancelled, but delayed until June. Um, but I'm not sure how many people will go in June. Uh, and I believe also that actually the uh, the big conference in Melbourne has also been uh effectively cancelled because they haven't even given a date of when it's going to be. So these big conferences are, are unfortunately not getting going again in 2022, are they? This is really disappointing for me too, this in particular with PDAC. Uh, and uh, you have to say the mayor of Toronto is going to be absolutely devastated with this too because of the impact that uh, PDAC spending has on uh, uh, downtown business uh, during that uh, uh, first half, end of February and first half of March. Um, Bottom line, too, is, as you say, uh, there would be fewer geologists, I think, show up uh, for PDAC in June because that's drilling season. So uh, uh, the drillers, they'll be out drilling with these uh, better metal prices as opposed to attending conventions, I think. Uh, uh, so we'll see how it plays out, but uh, it's disappointing for me. Having said that, the weather in Toronto is a lot nicer in June than it is in March. So maybe that's an attraction, whereas, of course, Mining in Darbar has moved from February in Cape Town to May in Cape Town, where the weather won't be quite so good. Uh, <laughs> not that we go to these conferences for weather at all. No, no, no. We go for business. No, no, no. Uh -uh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's turn to business. Let's turn a few bits of news out today. Uh, let's start with Atlantic Lithium, which, uh, I mean, just keeps on giving and giving and giving with better and better drill results. Um, they've got some pretty good drill results again today. I mean, there's no questions out in my mind, um, but we'll obviously hear from you, Paul, that you know, Atlantic Lithium is going to become a producing lithium mine. And well, not, just, it's very not, just, not just a producing mine, but a big producing mine uh, is what I would say. And I, I would also say, too, that uh, with these kind of results coming out here, uh, if you remember that Atlantic Lithium has a partner uh, in Ewoya at uh, with Piedmont Lithium, the TSX-listed outfit, which uh, has uh, delivery contracts on the line now with uh, Elon Musk's uh, Tesla and specifically to fill the new uh, Texas uh, battery plant, which is already in construction. Now, the North Carolina projects, uh, which were intended to fulfill that uh, initial uh, feed into Texas, uh, are running into some uh, local opposition. So the more likely that there is some delay to North Carolina startup, the more likely that Atlantic Lithium's uh, project will try to move faster in order to uh, fulfill those commitments. So we still have... Uh, 22,000 meters of assays yet to report uh, here on infill and step out drilling uh, that have already been uh, completed in drilling. Uh, these results today from uh, 4,800 meters of uh, drilling and more of the same, very thick and very nice grades uh, in the spodumene. How quickly could they put a mine together here, Paul? I think Ghana, it depends on how much or how complex a plant has to be in order to go to concentrates. And then, again, how, what the speed of uh, delivery from the government to uh, allow the permits. But given the location of this deposit uh, and the fact that uh, hydro or that uh, grid power runs across the property and it's so close to port, uh, this could be in production, in my opinion, uh, uh, on a two-year timescale. 
Yeah, I thought I should say, I should probably just ring up Vincent and ask him, really. Or maybe he'll ring me up now that he heard me on the podcast and tell me. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, uh, Caledonian Mining uh, have actually put out some incredible record production um, gold uh, results. Uh, but it's become, this stock's now more of a sort of a US retail stock than a UK stock. So, but what are your thoughts here, Paul? Well, it cont- it's uh, also a company that uh, continues to overachieve given its uh, geographic position with its operations in Zimbabwe and the fact that it has continuously had good, re- good relationships with the government such that they are allowed to expatriate their revenues. And the revenues keep growing and the gold production keeps growing too. They've been a very good operator operationally. So these latest uh, results out uh, today, they beat guidance on the year, even revised guidance they had beaten uh, uh, for production. Uh, they think they're going to, for this year, they're going to achieve even more ounces. Uh, so uh, the story here is just always better so far than what people have been expecting from it. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting one, has to be said. Um also news from Griffin Mining, which is a strange one. It's, it's the only Chinese mining stock that I know on the on the UK market. Uh, obviously, they've been uh, had a few um, had to have a few pauses for things like the Beijing uh, Winter Olympics, but they've actually come out with some pretty good um, um, production results today, haven't they? Yes, they have. Uh, they reported their uh, full year 2021 production with. Uh, Zinc concentrate production up 28% uh, over the prior year of 2020, and the zinc zinc prices were up over 40%. Uh, so uh, the the numbers are when the financials come out on this, uh, because the lower uh, smelter treatment charges that they experienced as well would mean that the margins are wider uh, as far as total profits should. So we're going to see some real good financials when this comes up. Yeah, I mean it's actually it's a it's a very good company, um, but it's not widely followed. And the stock actually has come up quite significantly. It's now trading about 85p and it's off today. I think it's suffering really from sort of what I describe as geopolitical issues. And, and maybe people can't quite see what the end game is here of a Chinese mining company listed on London. And it's a shame because it is actually a, a very good company, uh, and exceptionally well run. Um, OK, what else, Paul? Also to mention, AIM quoted Ariana Resources, which is the uh, Turkish gold-silver miner. Uh, they also came out with uh, production results above guidance for the Kiziltepe operation there in Turkey. Uh, so uh, the shareholders for Ariana are going to be pleased with that um, as well, though they did experience a somewhat lower um, gold and silver prices on a year-on-year basis. But still, the uh, growth that we've seen or are seeing as far as the extending the mine life at Kiseltepe from uh, press releases this year would suggest that there's uh, yet good news for shareholders for little, quite a while yet here. All right. Anything else? And just to mention that uh, Rio Tinto put out their Q4 and full year uh, production results, and they are a little bit weaker across their commodities as far as volumes of output is concerned. They also, when they announced their uh, JADR lithium borate uh, project uh, development go ahead uh, here a few weeks ago uh, for that uh, lithium uh, and borates mine in Serbia, 
they have disclosed here in this press release that uh, because of delays from the government in getting environmental uh, uh, permit and uh, assessments completed, that the uh, first uh, output for the year or for uh, first production is uh, delayed now by a year to no earlier than 2027. 2027 is a long way out in this market, Paul. Yes, it sure is. It's a $2.4 billion project. Uh, so big, big mine uh, to be developed there. Uh, so uh, a lot of work yet to do. Yeah. All right, let's call it a day there and we'll speak again tomorrow. Thanks, Paul. See you then.